Eagle, are, are you recording your thing? We're recording already. We're recording I'm going to cut all of this, so don't worry. This oh, wow, is not going to be job. like a 10-minute prelude. It's not all going to be on the podcast? I could put oh, some of it on the podcast we'll if you guys want. Yeah. Well, no. We're, that, we're, we I'll say that again. We have an audience participation mm-hmm. section, right? <laughs> 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 and in fact, we can start the podcast with this right now. This is the opening to yeah, the Waffle Press podcast. Good morning, everyone. Because I say good morning regardless of whether or not it's actually morning on the podcast. But again, we are the Waffle Press podcast. I'm your host, Diego Crespo. With me, as always, is my co-host, Universa. Hello. Good to see everyone. I'm so, I, I fucked up so bad, because Gene asked me specifically if we could share the mic. Is that easier to share Dorian's mic with you? Or? Uh, no. Oh, this, no. Are, we, are we good? Yeah. No, yeah. no, we're, yeah, we're, we're good. going. This is going great. It's this going. Is, this is the best it's ever yeah. gone, frankly. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> right? I think so. Yeah. We're here to talk about Christmas movies. We have a, a wonderful panel of guests with us today, including Dorian Parks. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. First time speaking at LA Comic Con, but grateful to be here. I run the organization Geeks of Color. We love talking about movies, love nerding out and fighting for diversity and inclusion. So thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I've been uh, following your work for a while. It's It's been like kind of a godsend online, frankly, because oh, it, it's not a bunch of white people. It's specifically oh. geeks of color, which I've always greatly appreciated, you know. Thank you, man. Thank um, you. I'm, I'm a white passing Mexican, but I, you know, I got to support. A Mexican, <laughs> exactly. I got to support, you know, my, oh, yeah, my people out there. Thank you. Uh, who else do we have on the panel? I can't really see the order of us. Oh, hi, Ashley. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. This is also the earliest we've ever done one of these panels, which you won't be able to tell in the video, which is probably a good thing, but that's okay. We're going to have fun anyways. Yeah. I mean, the convention opened half an hour ago, and people are still waiting in line to get in. So. That's true. That's that true. true. Yeah. That's uh, okay. How, how are you? What's, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself. But anyways, um, my, my stage name is Felicia, um, but I am a social media coordinator on discussing film and also a writer, and I also do my own social media stuff at Becoming Felicity. I do a mix of cosplay, film, and I am also huge for inclusion. It's important for me to give a voice to little mixed kids out there who maybe haven't seen themselves represented in media. Yeah. Damn. There you go. All right, Andrew Salazar, live up to all those intros. Yeah. Well, um, writing up the coattail, what my two colleagues just said, um, I believe in everything that is said as the managing editor and um, co-owner of Discussing Film. I love, um, it's my second time doing this with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've been on the podcast multiple times. And anytime you guys ask me, I always come because it's like some of the most fun I have because we're just like allowed to like kind of go at each other. But it's, all, it's always friendly. But sometimes we're like almost at the brink of hurting each other's feelings. Which, but we never go that far which is what I think we should probably be doing more of. But we'll see what's going to happen in the next hour. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's going to be fun. Most of us, Dorian was unfortunately unavailable, but most of us got together to talk about this panel. And, like, we went pretty hard at it. So, we, you know, we'll, we'll see how far we get today. Uh, again, we're here to talk about what makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. So, obviously, it has to do with God. Imagine this is just, just going to sideswipe the panel and be like, actually, I'm like... Are you opening up? No, no, I'm not going to actually open up the can of worms. Uh, no, but we have obviously a lot of topics to talk about today, like uh, the giveaway for this copy of Die Hard, which is a Christmas movie, and I think is, is the one I'm going to go to bat for today. We're all going to pick a Christmas movie, and, uh, well, I guess I'll let... I keep cutting you off, so I'm just going to no, let you it's all right, go for it's it. Right, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Cut me go off all it. the time. Yeah, but it's like, this is an accident. I'm like joking when I do that one, you know? This is... Well, you said... Starting off with our favorite yeah. Christmas movie, not our necessarily. Okay, okay. Yeah. Well, Gene, please take do it you want away. Do my favorite? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. So I got my favorite. I picked it out. This is one I saw like fairly recently, and it came out like four or five years ago, and no one saw it. It's called Anna and the Apocalypse. So it's a. Oh, okay, they saw it. There we go. It's a zombie horror musical Christmas movie. So that's like that's a mouthful, but it's really great because it's um. It's, like, it was made on, like, such a low budget, and they, like, achieved, like, such a, like, just a weird, like, interesting movie that's really memorable. It's, like, just these uh, school kids, they're in high school in their senior year, and, like, um, right before the Christmas break, they're all trying to, like, figure stuff out. But then a zombie, like, apocalypse? Zombie. It's a zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse. There we go. Zombie apocalypse happens, and they get, like, stuck in their school, and they have to, like, fend off all these zombies, and, um... It's set during Christmas, so it's just like 
they're in the snow or they're fighting zombies with like candy canes or like giant inflatable Santas. And I don't know. It's just weird. I don't know. Has anyone, have you seen it? I, I have seen it. You're it, like, I, I don't like it. I do like it. I do like okay. it. What was that? <laughs> I do like that movie. Okay. It was made for like $5. It was made but for like, $5. It was. Like that, that's the thing. It's like significantly cheaper than a lot of the other stuff we're going to talk about today. But like it's made with so much like love and passion that like yeah. I, that's one of those ones I can kind of recommend to anybody who likes the horror genre, you know? Thank you. Uh, I've not seen that movie, but I am also not a fan of horror. But if it's you know if it's a, if it's if it's a Christmas related, mm-hmm. you, if you get the Christmas vibe from it, I'll give it a chance. Yeah, Dorian, I don't yeah. know you that well out of everyone on this podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about like your relationship to your favorite Christmas movie? If you want to, so like, open I, 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 I stretch I stretched a little bit, and my 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 uh, Christmas movie is Into the Spider Verse because I feel you know like I feel like a Christmas movie it, it, what makes like. Your judgment of what a Christmas movie is like it's family like you get a you get a warm sensation when you watch it like so I feel like with this with Into the Spider Verse has those values of like you know hope throughout the movie I feel like they're dropping they're giving you us gifts bringing these characters to life also just the messages they're sending so for me I think Into the Spider Verse is like my Christmas movie and it's personally because also you know not too big of a Christmas movie watching dude. But for the most part, like I think, like every every Christmas, or I watch it a lot. But every holiday season, I, I come back to Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, it's a sweet movie. Do you yeah. also cry every time you watch it? I, I, not not too much. Now, now that okay. I've watched it yeah. enough times, like I, the, the the tears don't don't they don't flow as much. Like I'll get a <laughs> I'll get a teardrop maybe here and there, but no nah, no no like no no full tears. Anymore. Okay, yeah. I respect that. I'm not yeah. that strong. That, I, that I, first I time viewing though. Oh, that dude, yeah, time. yeah. The my, like I think the the first time I saw it was like back. Still, still, like first year out out here in LA, mm-hmm. so I think that's why it's also close to my heart as well a little bit. Because when I saw it, watched it, like with a, a big crowd, like like I think it was like the day before it came out or something. I just like Jesus yeah. Christ, like I can't remember the last time I had a feeling like this watching a movie, especially a, a comic book related movie. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's great, and I love Miles too. I okay, but love what about yeah. this? We're negating. The Christmas, the Spidey Christmas album. Oh, that's right. I was just about to to say that, though, like, Mm -hmm. the the week app, like, not only did they have, like, a song in the movie, Deck the Halls, but they also, like, a week later, they dropped a full-fledged Christmas album. So it was, like, it's a... So does that movie. make it count? I yeah, because right? there, there was a Christmas there was a Christmas song in it. Yeah, it was on Spotify. Yeah, it was yeah. A great <laughs> it's a great album. Yeah, and for those people that do attend LA Comic Con here as well, and for all of us here in the panel and in the room, there is actually a guy dressed up as the the Spidey Bell Spider Man. Oh, sure. He sang to Gene and I when we he gave did. him a flyer for the panel. He, he is not here, so oh, I will be tracking him down. He, he's full of it. Oh, damn it. I should have brought him. Uh, you should have paid him. I know. I'd be like, here, I have like $10. Like, please, please come talk to yeah, us about Spider Man. Cool. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? What, else, what other movies do we have down the yeah. line? But yeah, well, technically, we're, we're talking like favorite unconventional Christmas movie. Mm-hmm. So, my choice is Iron Man 3. It's a good one. It takes place during the holiday season. Even Tony has a line where he's like, my holiday wish is to kill the guy who messed with my boy Happy. So, I mean, if that is not a Christmas promise, that is very Iron Man. And also, he comes and brings the joy of Christmas to a small town, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of Christmas decor. So I would say Iron Man 3 counts. Also, Tony learns to have a heart and to actually fight for Pepper. So, you know, I think it counts, even if it's not made as a Christmas movie. It's not Iron Man 3 Christmas edition, but mm-hmm. I think it falls into the Christmas vibe, the genre of what makes a Christmas movie. Yeah, I would agree. And it's written by Shane Black. <laughs> written oh, and directed. Written and directed, yeah. yeah. A classic. Yeah. I mean, it, I, the Christmas thing goes back to like Lethal Weapon for him, uh-huh. set at Christmas. If you read like a bunch of his old scripts yeah. from like online that never got made, which are terrific and someone should still make them, it's like, oh, it's a horror movie set at Christmas. It's an action movie set at Christmas. It's a dramatic action movie set at Christmas. And it's like, it's, a, it's like his stick, but yeah. he's just like really good at it. So I miss him writing movies. Yeah. Well, he really loves Christmas, obviously, because Lethal Weapon is another good unconventional one. It's so say. good. Yeah. It's yeah, so it is action, but you do have the, like, it is taking place during the season. So is that a qualification for a Christmas movie? It has to take place during the holiday season? Hmm. I think so. Yeah. Like, like I, I try to want, I want to like expand the stuff 
like our, our definition of it, because like what does Christmas mean to us is different. Like yeah. not everyone also celebrates Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I think versions of Christmas can be celebrated by like everyone across the world, regardless mm-hmm. of like uh, race, creeds, religion. You know, I think religion's like the big cutoff point for a lot of people. Not that they hate Christmas, but it's like I, I have like other friends that don't weren't raised Catholic or under variations of Christianity, and they just don't understand it. It's not that they don't like it; they don't understand. Like, what's so? What's the Christmas tree have to do with like Jesus? It's like nothing. I don't really get it either. It's a pagan, you know. It's a pagan pagan holiday. Yeah, yeah. They only indoctrinated Christmas because they were trying to bring in more like pagans to Christianity. So it was like, we'll take your pagan holiday. The more you know, yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's why, like. It's fun when, like, uh, an action or horror genre, like, kind of clashes with the Christmas setting, you know? And uh, I think that's why. I know Andrew's next pick, so I'm teeing you up right now. Uh, Maybe that's why your choice is also a really strong Christmas movie contender. Yeah, I think I went with the safest choice, but also at the same time, it's, like, not the safest choice. I believe it's the best Christmas movie of all time. And it's a movie that I'm going to pass on to my my kids and their kids because it was passed on by my mother. Uh, I've heard stories that she would, and it's really wild when you know what the movie is, that I would, uh, my uncles and my aunts would tell me, like, your mother would watch this movie, like, on repeat every single day for, like, for, like, weeks. Like, this was her favorite movie as a kid, and it's kind of screwed up when you realize that it's Gremlins, because that movie (laughs) is really dark. It's very dark. And when she passed that on to me, I watched it, like, every day. It became a tradition for me to watch it every single year, because I really, truly believe that it's, like, the like the like quintessential Christmas movie in the sense that I think all the movies that we've talked about so far, they share certain elements. And when people ask like, "What does, what is, what makes this a Christmas movie?" or like, "Why does it, what this blah blah blah?" I think there's one key thing that carries throughout all of them, and that would be that there's a central theme that tells people that you don't have to be alone. That out of out of like you know. We may bicker with each other, we may get into arguments with our family, friends, but if there's one time of the year where we're expected to all come together and act as like, you know, like as a family, could be found family as well, it's Christmas time. And like, I think about Into the Spider-Verse too, is like Miles figures out that, you know, like there's stereotypes in Christmas movies like walking in the snow by yourself or like, you know, thinking that, you know, no one like loves you this year or something like that. But at the end of that movie, he realized that like, he's not alone because he has he has all the other Spider Men and that like, he doesn't have to like save the day by himself. Yeah, well, no. That, so that that's like part of what I was saying is like not only is it, like a, a found family, but like there, I I agree with you like where it, like that's one of the things that like qualifies a Christmas movie is like if it's like a family, like if you feel like your character has like a, like a, not only like just a family but a found family like to support systems, so I, I love that. Yeah. But in terms of gremlins, everything's kind of like screwed up all over the place because people yeah. are dying. How, do, how, does, how does your dad die? <laughs> oh, okay, well, I'm going to talk about that right now because <laughs> that is that is like, that pisses me off because okay. I've, I've loved this movie my, my whole life and when I, you know, as I was meeting other people, they would say like, well, what about that? That's like the worst scene in the movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, it's where... Uh, the love interest character, like the movie kind of takes a pause like after like all the gremlin <laughs> chaos and she's talking to the main character in, in Gizmo, the little cute mogwai and she's saying that like, yeah, like I don't celebrate Christmas because my dad died in the chimney uh, coming down. Uh, he was trying to become, like he was trying to surprise us at Santa Claus but he got mm-hmm. stuck and he died. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's a kid's movie, yeah. And, no, but here's the thing, that's like the most important scene of that movie. Yes. A hundred percent, because someone might tell you, like, dude, like, that's so dark, and I can go on about Gremlins all day, because that movie also, thanks to Steven Spielberg and Temple of Doom, he was able to go to the uh, MPAA and create the PG-13 rating, which didn't exist before either of these movies. So when people saw Gremlins back in the day, and it was PG and Temple of Doom, too, all these parents were, like, super pissed, and they're like, (laughs) "What like, what, what the F is this? Like, why are people dying? Why are, like, people... Like this, like why is this lady talking about her dad getting stuck in the chimney and suffocating as Santa Claus? Like this is wrong. But at the same time, like that's also a little bit. If you've seen Gremlins, you know it's not really rated R, right? If you've seen Temple of Doom, you're like that's not really rated R either. So that's how the, they created the PG-13 rating after that. But that's the most important scene of the movie because you know, as I'll be really honest with you, like if I when I show that movie to my kids, I'm like, hey, like like life is tough. Like you know, shit happens. Like people like that die. You know what I mean? Like it's just really honest. Like yeah. not everything is perfect. You know, but that character who's telling that story, 
she, by the end of the movie, she realizes, like, like, no, she's not alone. Even though all of this stuff has happened to her and she doesn't celebrate Christmas because of this tragedy, she finds a newfound family with Gizmo and Billy, which I think is beautiful. But that's, like, the best reading of that scene. But if you go into, like, again, if the whole movie prior, like, again, people, gremlins are, like, exploding. There's, like, a gremlin that, like, is flashing people. It's a very dark film. It's so like, it's not a movie, like, as, but as a kid, like, I learned what a flasher was through that movie. He was like, what is that guy? He's like, oh, I learned how people do that in the street. Um, so it's a good movie because you can show it to someone and then all these kids will start learning things about it afterwards. But also I think that, again, it's a quality that all of our movies also carry, is that the best Christmas movies or the best movies that are ever debated about, like, is it really this or is it really that? They're um, excellent gateways into other subgenres or other groups of films. So if you watch Iron Man 3 for the first time, mm-hmm. you'll be like, oh, like, I really like this. Like, I think I'll like Shane Black's other movies. I'll like The Nice Guys. I'll like uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, etc. You watch Gremlins, I think, at least that's what I plan to do with my kids whenever I have them, is that after Gremlins, I'm going to show them Child's Play. Because, and then after that, <laughs> no, because up. it's the excellent gateway into horror. Because you work your way up. Because if you can handle gremlins, if a kid can handle gremlins, a kid can handle child's play. For sure. No, come on. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I, I think I so. I think so. And then after child's know. play, you go your way up. You go to your Freddy Kruegers and your Jasons and uh-huh, so forth. Sure. Are you kidding me? Like, child's play and Chucky, like, at least when I was in elementary school, I was horrified of yeah. Chucky. Like, even just the idea of, like, I had so many dolls growing up. You know, I'm like are one of my dolls going to come to life? Like, even watching the trailer, like, it would just, like, pop up on the TV. Dolls are creepy. They're creepy. So seeing that as a kid, you're like, (laughs) oh, my God, is my doll going to get up? I hadn't even seen the movie. I just saw the trailer, and I was like, oh, my God, this is horrifying. So how? (laughs) But if you see Gremlins enough times where all of this dark shit is happening, like, by the time you get into, like, it's like your pregame, you know? And then by the time you get into Child's Play, it's not going to be that bad. Show off your gremlin oh, pin for yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and I'll say, Joe Dante was right all those years ago when he, it was like last year when he was complaining about Grogu. And he was like, <laughs> oh. yeah, you know, he's right. He's correct. Grogu is just like a fig in my opinion. The moment I saw that little green uh, bastard, I was like, that is, that is uh, Gizmo, 100%. And look, if I was Joe Dante and I, you know, these movies made my career and Sarah, and I see a little, like a little alien with big ears and a big forehead with big boots. Oh, like googly eyes and be like, hey, they stole my idea. Yeah, I'm just saying, John Favreau. He, did, yeah. <laughs> he needs to cite his sources. That's look, what I'm saying. Look, look. Uh, let's dial it back a little bit. If, if we're gonna go like the Star Wars route, no, that was it. That was it because because Gizmo, Gizmo's, he was the blueprint. It doesn't get recognized. Like I that agree, yeah. but I know if we go down that rabbit hole, it's gonna take us other places. Yeah. I want to ask Dorian actually because uh, you said you're not not a big horror guy. No, oh, dude. Is that no, like because? You find like the stuff scarier because I know that is like a cutoff, or you just like you don't you're not interested in the, like the genre. No, it's not that I'm not interested in the genre. It's more just I just don't do horror. Like a quiet place is a lot for me. Like it like that's that's where the I'll cut it off. Like I'll, I can do the screen movies. I can do oh, like, oh like, no, you're covered then. Those like, are great. Yeah. Like Final Destination. I can give that a try here and there, but. No, just a general horror. Like I watched Barbarian a couple nights ago. I was like, dude, what? Is, what is this? What am I like? What are we watching here? So no, yeah. I don't. I do not. Horror, me and horror do not get along. Smile. Oh, do. Hate that. Yeah. Hate that goddamn movie. Yeah, you worked on it too. No, oh, or yeah, no, no. I, I did, I did for a little bit, but I hate. Like, oh, dude. Hate it with a passion. It's a scary movie. It's a scary. Like, I like. It stays like, with you Ugh. for a minute. It's like you watch it and it stays with you for like a week, and you're just like. What did I watch, bro? Like, what are we doing here? Would you like it more if there was, like, a sequel set at Christmas, though? Ooh. Ooh. Hmm. Like, would that ease you into it? No, I, that, I don't think that would eat. No. Okay. Like, maybe if it was, like, a, I don't know, like I said, like, maybe, like, a, a, a horror place or, or a quiet place Christmas style, mm-hmm. I, I, would, I would give that a try. Okay. I would do that. I would do that. Have you seen Gremlins? No, dude, no. Like he's, oh, yeah. no. I know, I know the character. Like I'm familiar with the character, but no. Yeah. Like I got had it on the list. I'll watch it this weekend. Now that we're in like the Christmas month, but like mm-hmm. if Andrew's recommending it, then yeah. If he's like, if this is his top pick, then I'll give it a try. Okay, maybe yeah, we'll see. Okay. Streaming on HBO Max. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, is HBO Max sponsoring? <laughs> I, I wish. Oh, I wish. 
I wish. Well, this one's on HBO Max. I've never like said Batman. anything bad about David's ass. The life. Batman's on there. <laughs> There you go. Oh, well, Disney Plus, too. They got Hawkeye and Doctor Strange. Maybe I believe Zazla. I, I, I could talk about Hawkeye. No. No, no I, 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 don't I won't. Know. No. I, won't, I won't talk about Hawkeye. No, you're not going to. No. Gonna do I have um, honorable mentions. Yes, yes, yeah, please, by that. all means. Yeah. We said um, Shane Black, Prometheus. Oh, that's right. Prometheus, oh, yeah, Prometheus. Okay, wait, okay, yeah. we have... We have a how in the audience. Andrew, do you want to take this one, too? So, Prometheus, if you remember <laughs> watching that movie... Um, there's a little quick, they talk, it's set in like, it's in the future, but it's set during Christmas because there's like a little tree on the ship, on the ship, and right. Idris Elba like, he's like decorating, he's decorating. it. It's, it's, a, it's a full scene in the movie. Yeah. yeah. So the movie is set it's during Christmas. Scene. But yeah, more importantly, <laughs> and that movie is kind of like, again, we've talked about like this formula of like what makes a Christmas movie, but that one kind of like bends it and does something else with it. But there is... It is religious. There yeah. is plenty oh. of Rid- religious allegory oh. having to do with Jesus Christ. Yeah, Ridley and Scott. Ridley says, Scott himself yeah. was before. There's a lot of versions of that movie God. before it got to the final cut or the final uh, draft before they started shooting. Didn't they like add like deleted or like? Yeah, but the- Jesus was gonna be uh, <laughs> an engineer. Yeah, uh, maybe Diego. This, that's yeah. that's real. You know, this is real. <laughs> Jesus was going to be set up to be an engineer in the alien universe, and there's a lot of, like, in that movie, there's a lot of iconography about sacrifice. Yeah, um, it's, it is a movie about faith versus science. Like, it's, oh, absolutely. Like, explicitly about that. There's the, I will call it a great scene, because I like that movie, where um, the, the Numi Rapace character is, like, carrying the, the Michael Fassbender head, because he's a cyborg in that movie. Mm-hmm. And she's saying, like, she's still going to search for the answers, like, why we're here, like, who, who, who built the people that built us? And then he says, like, well, but after, like, everything, like, everyone else in the movie's dead or died, like, screaming horribly. And he's like, how could you, like, still, like, want to look for that? And she's, like, just has faith. And that's it. Like, you could see that as foolish or as, like, a beautiful sentiment about, like, the, the human condition. She dies uh, off screen in between the sequels, <laughs> the so movie, clearly Ridley Scott, like, hates humanity. <laughs> but that is definitely, like, I would that hard for Prometheus being a Christmas movie just on that. The Jesus allegory. It's so ridiculous. And all, like, the faith versus, like, uh, fact versus faith. Mm-hmm. Again, that movie's also, like, criminally underrated. Especially like to like a lot of sci-fi movies we get now. And I know there, I, I know in the back, I know you were like, no Prometheus, and I totally respect it because it's here's the thing: people in that movie are wildly stupid, yeah. like aggressively Why did she, stupid. Why did she run right. But I'm gonna defend that right now because we're living through the COVID wow. pandemic. And at first, I was like, oh, obviously it's only gonna be a couple months. And then immediately you see, not everyone, there, I saw a lot of great communal workings to help each other out. Like, I got a lot of calls from family and friends, like, what do you need? What do you need? That was very sweet. Mm-hmm. But I also saw a lot of, like, people who I re- used to respect be very, very stupid. And I don't know. After, after that experience, I rewatched Prometheus, and I was like, oh, I, oh, <laughs> people are just like that, you know? Like, it's stupid. But when you're, like, in the heat of the situation, sometimes people can just be stupid. Yeah, like, so, people for years, they complain yeah. about, like, the biologist dude, like, what like is it, rock. like, when he's touching, like, the snake <laughs> or, like, the like the eel thing. And there's, like, well, if he's a biologist, like, he wouldn't really know. It's like, yes, you have. Have you seen, ever seen Animal Planet? These dudes just, like, run, like, I'm going to pick up this cobra right now. They just, like, go around. They just do, like, <laughs> dumb stuff like that all the time without, like, any protection or anything. Yeah. It also, it's kind of, it reminds me of that, uh, it's something that, like, Trump did. It became a meme oh where he, it, there was he like a sign that sun. said like "Do not touch." You're gonna make me hate yeah. for me. And like now. he touches it or something. Yeah. Like that was like a viral he, meme. He that stared happened. at the eclipse. Oh, when he stared at the eclipse, yeah. yeah, it's the same thing. It's like why would someone stare at the eclipse? Well, like Trump did it, and he was the president. <laughs> like that's like Prometheus right there. Okay, all right, all right. All right. Next, um, next, next honorable mention. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, let's see. We have Bridget Jones. That's a good one. Yeah, Bridget Jones. Yes, we so we got him back. We got him back. Holiday. Kind of like there are multiple holidays in the movie. It is a romantic comedy, mm-hmm. but you could say like the beginning starts with Christmas. Mm-hmm. The ending has a you know fulfillment into Christmas. So, arguably, romantic comedy about the Christmas vibe. Yeah, falling in love. Mm-hmm. I think that's also like a big Christmas stereotype. Is like all of a sudden the season overwhelms you with love and you fall in love easier. I guess the magic of Christmas. I don't know the power. Yeah. What happens after Christmas? I don't know, but mm-hmm. it yeah. it brings couples together. Well, there was like there was two sequels. Yeah, two there sequels. are. They're not necessarily Christmas. The first no. one is very like 
holiday season. They're snowing. Yeah. It counts. Who does who does she end up with again? Was it like <laughs> she like flip flops? Oh, that's right. But yeah. by the end of the trilogy, because it is a trilogy, she does end up with Colin Firth. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's a good choice for her. Yeah. For Which her you part. should. Uh, also, yeah. I just want to say that on the romantic aspect of Christmas, like to to get very real, like you know what is cuffing season? Mm. <laughs> Sometimes people uh-huh. get real excited about cuffing season, and then they're like, "Oh, I was just lonely during the holidays." <laughs> Whoops. You know, like, I'm, I'm not judging. We've all been there. That's all I'm going to say. But, like, it happens, you know? And I think that's that's a very good choice to bring that up with is all I'm saying. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Maybe yeah. a lot of Christmas movies are about that. It, maybe. I mean, the Hallmark Channel makes a killing on it. And I love those yeah. movies. You know, every exact beat when you're, like, the moment it's going to happen. I saw the Freddie Prince Jr. one, and I was whooping and hollering alone oh, with my yeah. cat. We got it. It was great. It was great. 80 exactly. minutes, you're in, you're out. It's fantastic. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I'm stealing your, your spotlight. No, no. The, our next one. Um, you want to do that one? Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but um, obviously, we know it starts in Halloween, but, you know, the whole movie is Christmas. Some argue that it is a Halloween movie just because of, we know, the, mm-hmm. the themes, obviously the characters, yeah. But... You could argue that it is mainly a Christmas movie because Jack goes to Christmas Town. You wanna, yeah? If the movie's about saving Santa Claus, then I don't think there's much of a debate. <laughs> Plain and simple. But people argue they'll go, they'll like ride or die like it is a Halloween movie, straight up. You should have seen the car ride over. Shout out to Noah Garcia, our cameraman and my good friend, uh, who was Noah. like, he was like, oh, like we were, we were joking about it because we were talking about it with another group of friends. But he was like, oh, well, you know, it's about Halloween characters. Now they have to stay in their lane. He's not, like, wrong, but mm. I also agree that it's, it is a Christmas movie. That The entire premise of the film is kickstarted by the events of, like, trying to understand the holiday Christmas. So it's totally Christmas, in my opinion. I also won't, like, die for, like, I'll, like, go to bat right now for Prometheus. So, like, I'll fight everyone at the convention. But, like, don't. I, I won't, we'll like. that for the audience. Okay, yeah, yeah, we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, the, the last movie is Batman Returns for our honorable mentions as Christmas movie. Takes place. Yeah, it's snowing. Yeah. It is snowing. If there's snow. <laughs> it, no, yeah. the, the movie is yeah, yeah. kickstarted yeah. with the lighting of the Gotham Christmas tree. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a Christmas movie. But I think going back to like again the same thing with Into the Spider Verse is that it's all about that you're not alone and that you don't have to go through this time of the year by yourself, mm-hmm. and that's like perfectly reflected with like Bruce and uh, Catwoman. Yeah. yeah. Is two loners, two outsiders that don't throughout the whole movie they're like positives or negatives, they're going back and forth. They also get caught up in cuffing season. <laughs> true. Like, Very that, true. That is the God. romantic but premise of it. They that. don't realize it until like in the third act of the film. It's like no, like we can do this together. Like yeah. we, we we didn't have to like resist the whole time. That's all you know. The yeah, they we came together. Yes. Yeah. By the end of it. Well, never mind. Um, <laughs> but it's uh, that's a good movie, and I'm glad people have come around to it. Because for so much of like, at least like the internet life, I remember a lot of people saying like, "Oh no, the first Tim Burton Batman's way better." No, it's not. I don't agree. <laughs> I think Batman Returns is like yeah. maybe Tim Burton's masterpiece. Maybe. Like I love that movie a lot. Um, it's definitely his top three movies. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I, I like the point about it, like the characters, like trying to understand that they can, or they, they should be able to live together. Cause like the whole premise of like the penguin is that that was Bruce Wayne under different circumstances. Right. Like it, he's just missed that. Cause Batman's like a weirdo in those movies. Yeah. Like he's always weird, but he's like Tim Burton weird. And yeah. like, there's no, like, young, younger ones in the audience, so we could talk about this. But there's, like, there's a real, like, fetish angle in that movie <laughs> that I'm just like, this would not get made today, which is partly why I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they also do all up like, end up either dead, alone, or sad, or all three. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. It's, if you want, like, a downer, like, watch Batman Returns. It's, it's fantastic. This, it takes the cake for, like, the like the horniest superhero movie, no? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. I don't think there's anything... Mm-hmm. No, like no. E- even Iron Man, like fucks, but like <laughs> yeah, they check that one. Y- you don't like. Wait, it's not like sexy, the, you know. After. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, sure. Anyways, I'll talk about Die Hard now. I guess uh, yeah. it's good. <laughs> yes. I feel like yeah, we haven't talked about Die Hard. Yeah. I feel like 
I, I feel bad for picking it because you guys all had really interesting choices, but I mean, it is a Christmas movie, right? Like, not just because it takes place at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Like, the fundamental... I have, like, a manifesto I won't get into about why it's a Christmas movie, but... Wait, no, I'll, no I'll, I'll, you, can, you can get into it. Wait, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank you. Well, yeah. it's about uh, a dad who's been a, a shitty husband and a shitty dad having to fight to prove to his family that he does care about them and he can put their needs in front of his own. Because John McClane's like a douche. Like, he's, he's like a real hard-ass, like... That dude probably, like, voted for Reagan, you know? <laughs> probably did. And this is the movie that wakes probably him up did. that Reagan was the thing that broke America even more and it was <laughs> evil. Um, yeah. And he has to... He realizes, like, it, it literally takes, like, a terrorist attack for him to be like, oh, maybe I'm, like, a bad husband. Yeah. I haven't been supportive of my hard-working wife mm -hmm. and I need to support her during the holidays. And he just can't get over that. And so I'm like... It has to be an action movie because he's, like, a, an action, like, hero, right? And it has to be an action movie because as he's going through, like, the motions of it, like, as a, as a police officer before we all, you know, ACAB and stuff like that, he was... Um, that's the type of character that could only express themselves emotionally through, like, shooting people. Now, in the real world, that's very bad. Yeah. But in an action movie, yeah. it's really cool because it's yeah. not real. Uh, it's sort of like a musical, you uh -huh. know, like when characters, like, they build up all this emotion. They have to express themselves. They have sing. to sing and dance. And how good was West Side Story? You know, that's great. And then Die Hard. It's like, well, I need to express myself by beating a seven foot tall German man to death in the staircase. And you're like, yeah, that's that's pretty American, you know? Yeah. Especially nowadays. And um, I don't know. I, I think it's also like really moving because through the rest of the film, um, there's like these great visual cues to his relationship to his wife, like. He, uh, he sees that his wife is gifted a, a present by another employee, Ellis, who has eyes on her. And she knows that, but she's just kind of using it to like go up the ladder. She's not cheating or anything like that. Uh, played by the great Bonnie Bedelia. Uh, she's a, a great character and a great actress in that movie. And then later, um, when they both like have to let go of something to move on with their marriage, she releases the, the watch gift that Ellis got her. And then that's oh. what sends Hans Gruber over the edge after mm -hmm. uh, Bruce Willis shoots him. So it's like also like a celebration of the family coming back together. Uh, half of L.A. is like destroyed in that one building. Well, it's Century City. Century City, yeah. No one really cares about that place. Um, and I don't know. I think it's like a really moving movie. It's just, it just gets credit because it's like such a good like action thriller. But there's a lot of like heart in there. You know, it's not just he's the man and he's going to save her. It's like, no, he's like crying over the phone telling... Uh, this guy he doesn't know, like, oh, hey, tell my wife that, like, I'm really sorry. Like, I, I fucked up. I, like, ruined our lives. Like, they're there in that situation because of his choices. You know, he didn't, he wasn't related to Hans Gruber at all. But, like, the reason she's by herself there and he, like, she's even there in the first place is because of his lack of support. And so he's the one that has to redeem himself. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a good movie if you guys yeah. haven't seen it. Is, John, is that John McTiernan's best movie? Yeah, yes, yes. but that's he's got bangers, you know. Mm -hmm. He directed Predator like a year before that. It's like, what? How are you that talented? He also know? went to jail. He also he did, did go to jail. That's why um, you shouldn't lie to the FBI. Or excuse me, you shouldn't uh, record the FBI when you're on a uh, phone call. Ooh. That's what he went to jail for. Yeah. This is a fun he fact. Yeah. Oh. I didn't say that, but no. let's not let's not dig into the weeds of that conversation any further. I will say that uh, Gene and I had a great guest on to talk yeah. about uh, John McTiernan. Well, not John specifically McTier to talk about him, up. but it came up, and yeah. I wish he did one more movie. Yeah, me too. I, I really do. And before we found out about Bruce Willis being sick, I would have liked for them mm. to reteam yeah. on a final Die Hard. Yeah. Like, Die Hard, like, would that be like six, like seven? Die Hard seven. Six. Seven. Die Hard Six, yeah. Six. yeah. Did anyone? seven? No, no there's six. 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 Really? Yeah. yeah. Did anyone see the, the like I said, it was the last Die Hard. Did anyone see no. that last Die Hard? It's no. so bad. No, it came out like 2013. It's like yeah. 10, 9 years ago. It was like 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. And you're, you're like, did this really come out? Because you saw Live for Your Die Hard. Which yeah, was no, like, it's good. Kind of good, yeah. yeah no. I like that movie. Yeah. Money laundering. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Die Hard 5, money laundering ski. It may be. Uh, I can also go to bat for Die Hard 2 as a Christmas movie. Because yeah, that can. one's about the rush during the holidays because it's an airport instead of the skyscraper. Movie, I don't hate it. I just don't like it. I don't like it. But I, like, as a Christmas movie, like, it totally yeah. works. You know, it's about the holiday rush. Airport, and, yeah. Yeah. Like, the terrorists take advantage of that. It's die like, hard. oh, that's genius. I'm glad no one did that in real life. Die Hard 2, Die Harder. 
was like the subtitle. No, no, that's the tagline. The tagline. Oh, the, okay. the official okay. title is just Die Hard 2. Did anyone see that one? Nope. No, don't see it. It's fine. No one's no, it's that. fine, yeah. It's no fine. One. God bless Rennie Harlan. But it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, should, should we get more into, like, other honorable mentions, or should we just move on to the... Um, I have one honor, honorable mention I want to bring up. Yeah, just to, like, be, I guess be chaotic. Because it's like, all right, we didn't talk about animated specials, right? So there's, like, mm-hmm. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Frosty. Has anyone seen, this came out, like, 2000, there was an animated special... It's called, it was based on a song, Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Oh, they've seen it. It's iconic. It's iconic. Yeah, oh, look at this. That was on Cartoon Network yeah, all the time. Yeah, they like, had that on repeat. Even Dorian's like, I wrote it. Has anyone, okay. All right. So they came out. Yeah, it was a, it's a good song. It's a banger. It's a banger. Yeah. All right. So you listen to that song, the grandma gets, I guess, killed. Yeah, gets killed. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't get killed. Okay, she just gets hit. Yeah, grandma. She ends up in the hospital, that's right. That's right, okay. The lyrics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. It, yeah. But in, but in the song, okay, so they have that. But then, like, in, some writer had to, like, make this, like, 90 or 70 minutes. And he's like, all right, what do I do? So it's like, Grandma gets, like, kidnapped by Santa. They're trying to find Grandma, but then they have a fake funeral. Right. Then they find out she's alive, but then the family sues Santa, and it's just like, it's just like, well, I guess yeah. they had to do seventy minutes. Yeah, even yeah, is that? Are you making this? No, up? I'm not making yeah. this. Okay. Seen it. Everyone in the audience I've seen it except you. I haven't seen it. It's a musical number where they're doing like the samba or something. They're doing like a yeah. What? It was like. What are they? They're saying that they're singing. They're gonna sue the pants off of Santa. Yep. Yeah, because Santa stole Grandma. Yeah. It's a weird movie. movie. But you, would you recommend it? Yeah. It was on Cartoon Network. It was on Cartoon Network. <laughs> OG, the OG days. Yeah. She wasn't allowed to watch Cartoon Network. Oh. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, man. Like, you liked it. But that's yeah. Christmas. That's a straight art. Chris- is yeah. this your, your, like, traditional Christmas movie? Would that be your... Yeah, for some reason. For some reason, I just watched it a lot as a kid. I just want to throw that in there. I feel like it was always on. Like, I feel like during Christmas, I had to at least watch that, like, four years in a row. Yeah. Maybe, like, they they had that. It's making me feel old. Sorry. Oh, man, I'm 30. But, yeah, okay. It's (laughs) unconventional because, like, half that movie isn't set on Christmas because it's, like, a whole year, and then they go to another Christmas. (laughs) What? Like, yeah, you know, it's unconventional. Does the grandma get Stockholm Syndrome? Like, no. Is it like a Mrs. Claus origin? No, no, she she has like a. Like, this is a genuine question. I'm not like. No, she has amnesia, yeah. So they're trying to, like, you know. She doesn't know where to, like, how to get home. (laughs) Okay. He's like, how do we get you home? She's like, I don't know. Like, like, where is your own? Like, hit her and then put an unconscious body in his sleigh. Yeah, yeah, that's what happens. Yep. And, like, no one saw this happen. And no one saw this happen. Mm mm. There was no so witnesses. So then they're like, where's Grandma? <laughs> yeah. This is the worst turn ever. <laughs> I just, it sounds, no, 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 it was, it was a funny choice, but I was like, it sounds horrific. Like, it's not a horror movie, but it sounds no. like a horror movie. But it movie turns out me. to be, like, wholesome oh. at the end. They all oh, like, yeah. I love, no, I'm not even going to say <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> I want to throw this out. Yeah. I don't know why I forgot about, I was going to bring this up earlier, but the, these debates about, like, oh, is it, is it a, like a this movie, is it a that movie? Like, the, like, they need to carry much more, like, like we talk about, like, thematic value and some kind of through line. I remember this Halloween, people were trying to say, like, the Batman is a Halloween movie, which it is not, even though that movie starts on Halloween. This, mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought this up. Because after that Halloween scene where he's like, oh, happy Halloween. What did he say? Like, happy Halloween? Oh, oh, oh yeah, the, the, cop, the, the cop. The cop, The commissioner. Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah. And well, then again, all, we can say the line. All viral, and they're like, the Batman is a Halloween movie. It's like, well... Or no, like five minutes it is, but then like for the rest, like for the rest, like three hours of that movie, it has nothing to do with Halloween or it has something to do thematically with something that could relate to Halloween in the sense of, I guess, it's kind of a cop out because everyone. I agree movie. with you. And I, I, I think I was getting into it on Twitter with some people, as one does, because yeah, it was yeah. like, like, I agree. Like, it's the conceit of the film that the film doesn't need to take place in Halloween. It starts on Halloween, but it doesn't like. Like, there's no narrative purpose about, like, exploring the themes of it. You know what I mean? And, like, that's fine. I love the Batman. I think all of us like the Batman yeah. up here quite a bit. Yeah. Um, 
but we're, but y'all are saying it's a Halloween movie. No, no, no I'm saying people it's not. Online yeah. were saying it just was. because, so, like, just because of the literal Halloween, fact. People were like posting the commissioner mm-hmm. saying like I think he says happy fucking yeah. Halloween or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, but I don't, I don't so think it it's was, like. And it was like happy Halloween because the Batman. It was like. Yeah, like, and, and there's, you know, the whole thing with, like, Gotham City and masks and, like, which mask is your real mask? Oh, it's all, it's all superhero stuff. It's, yeah. everyone goes back to that well at some point because it's so interesting, so I get it. But, like, you know, if that's the case, then, like, every superhero movie could kind of be about Halloween. So I, I think that's a stretch. But, speaking of superheroes and holidays, I mean, a couple of them came up on this panel. We didn't even talk about Shazam, oh, which oh, yeah. straight up is, is a crazy... Uh huh. It's another one about existed. finding found family. Well, it's very good, so you shouldn't Shazam forget it. Why are you saying it like this? I literally Shazam forgot that movie. <laughs> I forgot that movie existed. Shazam is so cute and good. Oh um, but anyways, like I think that was, that was really <laughs> obvious too. Has to do with family. Yeah. yeah. But like, I like the like the the final like fight like it takes place like at a Chris like like Christmas festival. Yeah. It's just not always snowing, kind of. Yeah, no. but I think well, I, I get that too. That, yeah. I, I feel like the like it is considered like I think that that is considered a Christmas. I feel like it just it stays on the back burner because I think when it was released, it was like April, like April. Like, yeah, like, April. Yeah, so like it, like, yeah, I, so I think that's why I don't. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, but I, there is like uh, oh, you, you good? good? You good? As long as you're okay. Um, <laughs> there is like a uh, I don't know like a like Die Hard also came out like in June or July, you know, and it's still Christmas. But I do think, like, speaking of, like, superhero stuff and franchise stuff, like, I think you can tell, like, how interesting a character is if you put him in precarious situations like that, you know, because we're talking about, like, how beautiful Christmas can be and, like, how great it is to have to share with, like, this time with loved ones. But, you know, sometimes it's a little, like, depressing or, like, maybe you see some people you don't want to see around Christmas time and, like, that's, you know, what is every story is about conflict mm-hmm. in a way, right? And, like, the Guardian's holiday special came oh, out yeah. recently, and I thought it was really sweet, and I liked good. it a lot. Yes, thank you guys back oh, there for dressing up good like costumes. Them. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's why the Guardians are, like, the best Marvel characters, in the movies anyways, because it's like, you can do anything with them. And it's like, like I was talking to Gene about this yesterday, like, you mm-hmm. could send them to, like, Earth on Halloween, and I'd be like, that's a whole movie right there, you know? Like, I would watch them go through every major holiday in Peter Quill's life, and just, like, react funnily to stuff like that. And, like, there's a story there. There would be, like, character to explore. Versus, like, I'm not going to name names or anything like that, but let me just pull a name out of a hat, like a Hawkeye character or something like that. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't be interested to see them celebrate, like, Fourth of July or something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? As but, someone who didn't watch Hawkeye, I know it takes place during Christmas. Yep. And I know the final battle is, like, in, it's, like, at the Rockefeller Center. Rockefeller Center, And, like, yep. there's, like, the Christmas tree area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But is it, like, really a Christmas show? Yeah, like generally well, asking, yes. like generally asking. The point is, like Clint is trying to get home to his family in time for Christmas, and he, you know, it's like the idea, like we're delaying. I'm getting busy. I'll be, but I'll be home for Christmas. Is mm. the premise? Does it work? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. just asking. It's I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's. It, I. <laughs> I think. It's I mean, all, it, again. The the fact that I'm like, I I've seen it like I've, I've seen it like all the way through, but it it's. I don't know. I feel like that one's one of the lower echelon on the lower tier. Lower tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's meant but, to yeah, be the most amazing project. I, I think. I know. It, I know. It's, it's Hawkeye, but it's but a I did. It's Hawkeye. The show's where it's flops. <laughs> Look, it's, no I'm very no harsh on it. No disrespect to my boy Hawkeye. He's no, I'm very. Yeah, like, it is what it is. It's made exactly how it's supposed to be made. I don't think it was meant to be like the like top. MCU uh-huh. project ever. She's saying it was made like, to be made. No. <laughs> well, I'm like super yeah. defensive yeah. about it. It was medium rare. It was medium like, rare. It came out medium rare. It, it's it's based on my, my favorite run of Marvel comics. So I'm I'm like, yeah. that was I, never going to live up to it. Yeah, yeah, it's a great run. I know. But I also and couldn't, couldn't finish the first episode. So They couldn't include all of it, but you know, we got tracksuits, all right? Yeah. We got bros and stuff. We got pizza dog. We got pizza dog. It's great. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch clips eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, speaking of personal connection to projects, let's just ask the audience, like other other Christmas movie stuff, because they, they, yeah. they just gave us a sign. we got to wrap well, up soon. In the spirit of Christmas, we'll be giving stuff away, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're kind of like Santa Claus. A little bit, yeah. I need the hat. Yeah. You could have grown up here. I know. It's all right. It's okay. Um, yeah, okay. So audience, I, I heard some other stuff earlier about Christmas movies, maybe. But again, name out of a hat, uh, Cindy in the front, who 
whose name I, I just found out. My honorable mention is Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh. <laughs> okay. Yes. The whole plot line of Bella going out of her way to get a Christmas present for her child. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she has a CGI <laughs> face. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. The rest of you Okay. Breaking Dawn Part Two. That's the first. Is one. there actually an extended edition? I didn't know that. There uh, is. Yeah, there is. On Amazon. Of each film. Yes. Yeah. There's more of that. There's yes, <laughs> there is. Of course. Of course. The, audio, the audio commentaries are really good for those. They're good. I, you know what? They I are. Bet. No, like, they're legit really good. <laughs> okay. 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 No. All right, there, there, there's one. Any other yeah. suggestions yes, yeah. out there from the audience? Any, any, yes. My favorite movie is the Winona Ryder Little Women. Oh. That's a great movie. Yes, yeah. crap. Well, I mean, no. I, I mean, if your family, you know, sometimes well, family's bad. The I bad get family, the, the annoying presidents. No, no, no. But Krampus like slaps. I also don't like Christmas, but I love Christmas movies. So yeah, as we were talking about, like, you know, yeah. What's your association with Christmas? Like, if you don't have the best family relationship, you're like reminded. Yeah. You don't have a family, but Krampus. Krampus is a great movie. They should green light. Or is it animated? It's a horror movie. Yeah, you don't no, want to see it. No, but Dorian, Dorian, it's like Gremlins. It's like Gremlins, so you might you might get on board with it. Yeah. And then, I think we had one more question over here. Well, I have one. It's not so much a movie, though, but there is a TV special. Mm-hmm. Like All the time. Hard, hard, mm -hmm. great show. But I, I think it's like hard to even name like every like Christmas special episode. Like a lot of you know episodic shows try to at least have like a Christmas episode or something. But like we'd be here like, another hour. Another hour. <laughs> yeah, we only got specials or episodes. No, but I'm glad you brought up Eureka because I back in the day, and then we'll give into the giveaway stuff like mm -hmm. that. We did. Uh, uh, there, Eureka was like the first pilot like that iTunes gave away for free. They used to do that. I don't know if you all remember oh, that. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then I downloaded it, but I never saw it. But now I can go back. There Thank you. Go. you. There we go. Okay, so out of every movie we mentioned yep. here, is there has there been a favorite among ours? So again, we had Die Hard. Uh, we had Die Hard and in the Apocalypse. Into the Spider Verse. Into the Spider Verse. Iron Man Three. Gremlins. <laughs> is there is there like a unanimous favorite or like should we run down the list and then just have people raise hands? So like, uh, how many votes for like Die Hard? All right, we got two. two. All right, two, two for Die Hard. And in the Apocalypse, we got two. It's a tiebreaker. Okay. Going for bat. Into the Spider Verse. We got three. Got three. Okay. Oh, it's, a, <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's a great movie. It is a great okay, movie. We got three. Okay. No, we don't. It's, I love that movie. Yeah, Iron Man 3, but... Yeah? We got 3, okay. Ooh, ooh. Okay, and Gremlins. Oh, it's 4. Oh, it was okay. Gremlins. So, so, so Gremlins wins. Game. <laughs> yeah. I love Gremlins. Yeah. Can you get your vote? Wait, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, whoever uh, we decided who was the best one for the ones they said. Yeah, so you, you remember you were... Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, I guess we'll... Uh, all right. We'll vote uh, which one uh, is the best Christmas movie from the ones you suggested, right? No, okay. we're we're gonna um, give away <laughs> yeah. uh, the the copy of Die Hard mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. Okay, how, you are, you how <laughs> are you giving it away? <laughs> it was you, man. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna vote on it. We'll wrap that up. Just pass it. Just yeah. Just okay. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh. I'm thinking of a number. So, yeah, okay. There we go. All right. Uh, the suggestions they gave us like Eureka. Um, what was this? Eureka, Breaking Dawn Part 2. Breaking Dawn Part 2. And then what was the. Oh, and then Krampus. Little Women. Little Women. I'm going to vote for. Okay, Krampus. I think I'm going to vote for Krampus. I'm going to vote for yeah. Krampus. Yeah. Little Women. I'm gonna vote for Krampus. Okay, Krampus. Okay, 
Uh, was it Eureka? Mm -hmm. mm, I love Little Women. Okay. <laughs> and then what's I know, women. Breaking Dawn. Breaking Dawn. Yeah, Breaking Dawn Part Two. So okay. we have to vote for that one. Yeah. I think we're gonna go with. Krampus. I think Krampus. Yeah. Krampus. yeah. Whoever Krampus? said Krampus, you get this copy of Die Hard. There we go. And I guess the runner-up was. Uh, runner-up was. Then for us, it was. Um, you oh, won, right? Uh, no, uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins won. Yeah. Yeah. So runner. Um, was it whoever said the second one gets the runner-up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whoever said that one uh, gets the runner gets Hawkeye. Uh, the runner-up for. Uh, for. Uh, for the question. Oh, sorry. Damn it, I'm blinking. It's okay. Uh, whoever um, had the, the runner-up of the ones we just voted right now, yeah. and I think that was Little Women? Little Women. Little Women gets this. Yeah. yeah. And then the other two questionnaires get digital codes for the Batman and Doctor Strange. All right. So, yeah. Then, yeah. Everyone gets a candy cane, too, at the very end. Here we go. Please come up. Uh, yeah. Um, we'll so we'll if you guys, uh, the other two uh, askers want a digital code, you get a free digital code. Uh, and then I think we have to wrap up now because yeah. we got to sign a little bit ago. Yeah, we do. Uh, outro. outro. So plugs. Andrew Salazar. We'll start at your end. At AndrewJ626 on Twitter and always at Discussing Film. Oh, yeah. Thank you to Dis yes. Discussing Film for stopping by. Yeah, and yeah. Geeks of Color. Yeah. Follow Discussing Film on Instagram now, please. And we have a TikTok now. So big things. And then I'm at Becoming Felicity. Uh, you can follow me at Dorian Parks and Rec because Parks and Rec is the – it's better than The Office, one of the best we're talking about. <laughs> but uh, uh, and you can follow also at Geeks of Color on Instagram and Twitter and we're on TikTok as well. But thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah, thank, thank, you thank you for, for stopping by. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, G9892. And you can follow me at the Diego Crespo on Twitter. Check out the Waffle Press on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, and Patreon. Mm -hmm. uh, get early access to other retrospective stuff we're doing. We're going to talk about... Oh, actually, I can't talk about it yet. But we're, do, we're doing we're doing a lot of retrospective like mm -hmm. flashbacks, like classic films uh, in January, February coming up. So just keep an eye out for that. Again, thank you all for stopping by. Thank you, all like Comic Con, for having us. Yeah, and uh, we have been professionally unprofessional. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, you can follow us on Twitter oh, at the Waffle Press, and then at the Waffle Press podcast on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, we did. Oh yeah, let's yeah, do a group pick. There okay. we go. Yeah, thank you, everyone. Thank you.